Welcome to the Smart CEO Podcast. I'm Christy Moore, app creator and mobile commerce business coach. I teach non-techie CEOs how to streamline their coaching services using my done-for-you app. Like so many of you, I was burnt out and overwhelmed by tech to a point where I almost quit. Fast forward to today, and I'm launching a brand new app platform as an experiment to show you how to build a fun and imperfect coaching practice that makes a lot of money. Let's get started. Hey, CEOs, welcome to episode two. If you feel it, they can too. I really wanted to bring this episode to you today. It's very special because I feel like so many of us experience the same obstacles along the way. And whether you're a coach, a consultant, uh, it doesn't really matter what your um, choice is of your job or your entrepreneurship. We all experience so many of the same obstacles along the way. And if we didn't, (laughs) I just would have to point out, I don't think that there would be this many coaches or people in the self-education industry if we didn't all experience the same things. Because what is like one of the number one things that every single person on the internet tells you when you're building a business? What are the pain points, right? That's the first thing they all say to you is identify the pain points in your industry. And if you're on anything like me, which you probably are, I cannot tell you how many times hearing that phrase made me want to bang my head up against the wall. Because when you're first getting started, and even if you've been in the game for a while, you don't always understand what the pain points are, right? Because here, in business or in entrepreneurship, the biggest question, the biggest thing that every single person wants, at least in my arena, is more clients, right? That is the biggest pain point that every single person I connect with has. That's the question I get asked the most is, where do I find clients? How do I get more clients? And so again, revisiting what the pain points are, that's their pain point, right? They want to get clients. And now to dissect that and figure out, okay, well, what's preventing them from getting clients? Well, we all know those answers, right? It's fear. It's your thoughts, your beliefs. You know, we can all sit here and say, oh, I'm not salesy. I said that for years. And a lot of it came from my corporate background because, guys, I was in sales and marketing. And I literally managed a sales team. And when it came time to promote myself to the next level, executive management looked at me and said, well, you don't have it, kid. And I'm like, have what? 
And they're like, well, you just don't have that, that killer instinct, right? Like, I don't know about your background or, you know, what you equate sales to, but I came from the auto industry. So it was a very cutthroat, male dominated, bro kind of, you know, environment. And here I was a female, but because I didn't have that same cutthroat instinct or basically want to find a way to bury you so you would buy from me, that meant I was not a salesperson. However, because I had heard that for so many years, what do you think I did? I began to believe it. And so today I want to challenge you and I want you to think about these pain points. If our ideal client is us a month ago, six months ago, two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, you figure out who your ideal client is now and you know where that fits in. And we'll have a whole nother episode on ideal clients and all that kind of stuff. But for today, I really want you to tap into if you feel it, they can too. And the reason why I'm saying that is because if you have ever experienced a thought or a belief or a fear, your clients have too. And this gives you a new perspective as to how to go about identifying what those are for those clients. And you can use that information to attract these people to you. How many of you, and I know I can't see you um, because we're on audio, but how many of you have thought to yourself, oh my God, I'm the only one that feels this way. Or, you know, nobody else has had to deal with the fear like I have, or nobody, you know, has ever had to deal with being a mom or a single mom or working two jobs or, you know, going through um, whatever you're going through, taking care of a parent or whatever your situation is. And we think we're alone. And so many of us entrepreneurs, and I know I'm one of them, I'm raising my hand twice, even though you can't see me. I never had experienced loneliness to the level I have until I became an entrepreneur. And believing that other people were experiencing that same level of loneliness, fear, just being terrified, you know, self-sabotage, comparing ourselves to, you know, someone who's ahead of us by two, three, four, ten years. How many of us have done that, right? I cannot tell you how many times I've sat on the other screen and the very same people that have trailblazed the way for all of us are those very same people I allowed in my brain to hold me back because I wasn't as good and I wasn't as good as they were, right? So there's the, you know, I'm not good enough. And I don't know about you, but I have kind of had those thoughts in my head my whole entire life about not being good enough, which is why I worked my ass off 
for 20 plus years in the corporate and went from the very bottom, no high school or not high, I'm sorry, no college, graduated high school, started working in corporate, started at the very bottom as a receptionist. And I was um, a director by the time I was 30. I had a very, very quick career, I should, I should say. I advanced very quickly for my age. Um, I got bored, which I'm sure you guys can relate to. But anyway, I digress. All I'm trying to say is that when you hear a term like, what are their pain points? What are the pain points of your clients? I want you to think about your pain points because again, if you feel it, so do they. And if our ideal client is us, then use your personal story. Use that vulnerability. Get real. We live in a time with filters and all of this grotesque stuff, which is why I took myself off social for the longest time because I just couldn't deal. I just couldn't. I, I can't stand fake. Fake doesn't work for me. And I really believed, again, it was a thought in my head where I believed I had to be fake in order to show up on social media and promote my business and connect with people. And because that was my thought, I completely removed myself from connecting with people because I am not fake. I don't use filters. There are times when I play around with filters with my nieces or if somebody else is holding the camera, they take a picture using a filter. I don't use filters. And I thought that that, just that small little thing, I thought made me different. And therefore I felt so different that I didn't think I belonged. And I don't know how many of you can relate to feeling that way. You know, showing up online and not looking perfect and showing up online with not this amazing lifestyle where you're jetting off every couple months with your family or your husband or going to dinner two nights a week or, you know, whatever that is, all of those images online got into my head because I was at a point in my life where things were just bad. And I, and I know that <laughs> I know I shared in the last episode that I'm going to share my story with you guys. And I absolutely, absolutely will. But sometimes, you know, for me, finally being able to tune in to my empath, I, I've now learned to tune in to my intuition and this message felt more important than me telling you my story because I feel that so many of us right now are just kind of suffering in silence for so many different reasons and we're so afraid to share. We're so afraid to show up. I know that was me. I was scared to death to show up because you know what? I didn't have that life that everybody else did. So I didn't feel, I felt less than, if you want to know the truth. I felt less than, 
I didn't feel like I belonged on social media because I didn't have all these great stories or, or moments to share. It wasn't because I'm a private person and don't want to share my life with people. I was going through some things that I didn't want to bring people down. I am relatively a very positive person. Um, but life happens. And when it did, I didn't give myself the space to show up because I don't want to bring people down. I didn't want to be vulnerable and constantly be sharing the same story. And I didn't want to be judged and, you know, all the same things that you guys probably feel. So today, if you have an opportunity, connect with yourself. And to be completely transparent, which you're going to hear me say a lot because I don't just say it, I actually do it, show it, and lead by example, which is another thing that makes me different from so many out there who want to sit there and share transparency and authenticity, and there's just nothing transparent or authentic about them. Um, but sit down and have what I call the come to Jesus conversation with yourself. And I want you to write down all the thoughts and all the feelings and all the beliefs of why you're not showing up. And if you are showing up, I am cheering you on today because you have moved past or gotten over whatever it was that you had to get over in order to show up. And I know how hard that is. So I want to sit here and let you know that I am celebrating you too, because I'm doing it too, guys. Like this is episode two. And at this time, recording these podcasts, I am literally doing them. If you're going to binge these first five podcasts, know that I've sat here and I have recorded these first five podcasts while being scared, while fear is in the passenger seat, feeling all the same things that I'm talking to you about today. I'm still doing it. Because today we draw a line in the sand and we say, you know what? No more. And I'm showing up because of you. Because I know what it feels like to be collapsed on the floor of your office. And crying uncontrollably. And surrounded by content that you know is going to change the lives of so many. But yet your fear is what's holding you back. And today I want to encourage you to let your purpose be bigger than your fear. Here's something I shared with my clients. Um, I want you 
to picture your client collapsed on the floor of her, her or his office, crying uncontrollably, needing your solution, needing your help, needing your message, needing your story. How does it feel that you're preventing them from moving on, overcoming whatever it is that they're feeling or going through, you know, whatever result that you can provide another human, why would you want to hold yourself back from sharing that. And when I asked myself that same question, I can't let fear be the answer anymore because I know that there are so many of you out there, myself included, that need this change, that need someone to reach their hand down and pull us out. We have lived in this frozen moment for too long. And I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna share with you, there is no right time, right? We all think that there's this golden moment in time. And, you know, for some of us, yes, you know, we have the divine, the creator, God, however you refer to it. And yes, he visits me often. And yes, you know, I can connect with him during prayer and my journaling. I have not yet experienced this grandiose moment where he is beside me in a room and he's telling me and dictating to me everything that I needed to do step by step. And so I've asked him to use me as this, this messenger, right? And this is not a sermon. This is not, you know, me preaching to you. I know that you're hurting. I know that you have been trapped by your circumstances and stuck in the pain of your own story, just like I was. And today, I want to give you hope. And hope, again, I just, I have to shout out to my coaches, Chris and Jen, for teaching me this because again, it was just another profound moment in my life. Hope stands for help one person every day. We believe as CEOs that we have to go help thousands of people right out of the gate. We have to build these audiences full of thousands and tens of thousands of people before, you know, we can show up and, and make an offer or, you know, be of service. And I want to offer you this thought. One message one live, one post, one podcast 
can change someone's life. And we're all proof of that. I want you to know that. I want you to feel it as I'm saying it to you because somebody has changed your life. Somebody has changed my life. And it's not just one person. There are multitudes of people that I have heard, listened to, read their books, listened to their podcasts, you know, tuned into their workshops or their master classes, or even attended their events and gotten profound aha transformational experiences that have shaped the leader, the wife, the mother, the CEO that I am today. And today I'm just your messenger. Today I am just the person who is tapping you on your shoulder saying, it's time. It's time to get out of this. It's let's go. I'm going and I'm bringing you with me, <laughs> right? I'm bringing you with me. Let's go. We got a lot to do. We got a world to conquer. We got people to help. You know, there are so many people out there that need us. And I don't know about you, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry it took me so long. I'm sorry it took me so long to show up and play full out and to put you first instead of me. So today, I want you to think if you feel it, they can too. So what thoughts, feelings, fear, whatever it is, whatever is stopping you is stopping them. So use that in your messaging. If you were stuck with your messaging, I want you to like just throw away all that pain point garbage and I want you to talk like a human. Talk like a human. What could your client, future client, be going through right now where you can kind of reach in to like their living room, <laughs> have a conversation with them, and just change their life? You're capable of that. So I'm going to leave you with that because I know that this was a pretty heavy episode, but I hope you have a wonderful day and I would love to hear about how this episode, like what it meant to you, if it helped, you know, put you into action, please share that with me. I would love to hear your story. Um, my details will be in the show notes. And um, we'll see you next time.